Listeners, welcome back. You're listening to another exciting episode of Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. This is a podcast where we friends get together and talk about a horror movie. We're going to spoil it. And we're going to talk about Recently Watched before we do that. And we're going to probably spoil that too. Um, we thank the Moonrays for giving us uh, that song intro creature features at the top of the show. You can find their music on Apple Music or Amazon where you can buy it digitally. Or say hello to them on Facebook where they are the Moon-Rays. And we're not professional critics. We're your hosts. I'm Richard. I'm here with Jolian. Hello. And Will. Hello. So, guys, um, we're getting through our... I can't claim to be doing... As I hit the mic. I can't claim to be doing 31 Days of Horror, 31 for 31 in October. Um, I'm a bit behind on it, but I'm going to say that by the end of the month, I very well may have watched 31 horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um considering some of these sci-fi ones I've been getting into are like, you know, 78 minutes or 81 minutes. Sometimes they feel like a slog. <laughs> there are times where it's like, just give me a two hour movie. That's good. But, uh, but there's a quaintness and a charm and a paranoia. Like I said on the last episode that those, you know, mid to late fifties, early sixties, sci-fi movies really just do something different than anything else whether it's a invisible invader or a giant tarantula yeah but space teens space teens oh yeah those teenagers you should I, watch I, teenage caveman next i should it's got I, robert vaughn in it i des mm. i desperately wanted and a lot t- of walking you know you know the misfit song teenagers from mars mm-hmm. i wanted that movie to be teenagers from mars but it was teenagers from outer space. It's close. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I imagine that's what Danzig was thinking about when he wrote that song. All verified, all true. Yep. <laughs> he was used, getting the real story out. Yeah. They used f- footage from teenagers from outer space in the early Blue Demon film. Oh, okay. really? Yeah, I think it's Iranius Infernalis. Hmm. But anyway. So, um, recently watched, should I just start it since I've been yeah. saying stuff? Go for it. All right. Um, in a couple of installments, one to go, I've been watching Smile. Oh, yeah. And you're right. It's like if uh, if someone stole the idea of, of It Follows and had it be about your face getting contorted with a smile and some inexplicable killings. Yeah, that's that's kind of what's going on there. Um, I don't hate it. I don't like it. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm not done watching it. Um, I think that was on the box. I don't hate it, yeah. <laughs> but I don't love it. Yeah, it's a 
it's a pretty good cast. Um, it's competently filmed. It's just that the story is not that original. And then they rely on some jump scares to so instead of smell, they should have called it shrug. Yeah. Shrug. <laughs> yeah. Frowny face. Um, or whatever. I, but you, you've seen the end of it now. No, I haven't okay. yet. So what I'm saying is I, I can't really call this one of my recently watched. I recently watching, uh, when I get through it, I'll tell you guys what I thought of the whole Are thing. Are you more than halfway through? Yeah. Okay, then you've watched it. Yeah. <laughs> you only have to get halfway through. And, and you know what you need to know about a movie. Yeah. Maybe at the end of this movie, there's going to be like a kid running, and there's going to be people screaming as if to stop, or there's something behind you. and then So you have seen it. It'll just fracture? Yeah. Okay. That's what happens at the end of Smile. But instead of the black fracture, it's a big smile. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Um, so I watched the 1959 American science fiction classic, trying to vamp here for a minute while Muffler Man goes by. You done yet? Okay. Uh, 1959 American science fiction film, Invisible Invaders. Mm. Okay. This one is, um, it was produced by Robert E. Kent, directed by Edward Kahn, and it, uh, was written by somebody named Samuel Newman. The monster costume was from 1958's It, the Terror from Beyond Space. Uh, it was blurred deliberately because it's not a great costume. Uh, but uh, it, it's the invisible That's a good costume. Well, I mean, it's a fun costume. Paul I would blaze do. Yeah, but it's not. You know, but he, it wasn't. It's not his the fault. creature from the Black Lagoon, is it? No, but I mean, that was like a team of people with a budget. He's he's like given two days, yeah, at the most, and some yeah. carpet and ten dollars, <laughs> right? And he he turned in iconic creatures, like when he he made the uh, suit for uh, it, the Teflon Beyond Space, mm-hmm. and um, he made it so that he could wear it, uh-huh. so it was to his measurements, and he's quite a slim guy. But then they had this uh, stuntman named Ray Crash Corrigan. Oh, okay. Play it. so Flash uh, Gordon. Yeah, so it had to like tug this costume around it and his chin sticks out wrongly and oh man it's ill-fitting you know i take it back i was thinking of a different monster i i just had to look at it i had looked it up what's the one that's just looks like sigmund and the sea monsters um just looks like a big pile of carpet that's creeping terror yeah oh okay that's the one i was picturing okay never mind so they reused a a monster that was better than that <laughs> okay. i would hope <laughs> But the Invisible Invaders, if you're a Romero fan, you should check it out because it's definitely, you know, yeah, you know, zombie, the, tra- zombie, traditional zombie movie transitions to the yeah Romero zombie. Yeah, you've you've got the Carnival of Souls slash Night of the Living Dead trudging whitish zombies in this movie, and uh, it's weird. It's um, we have an atomic scientist who's trying to help solve this problem of these invisible invaders who can just do as they will because you can't see them. You can't stop them. Uh, in a, um, compound, a lab that's in, I don't know, the side of a mountain or something, they come up with this idea to squirt them with some acrylic, uh, goo that's going to harden. Then they can transport them and question them, uh, experiment on them, figure out what they are. And they can know that they're nearby by use of a Geiger counter, Mm. which is kind of cool, I guess. I mean, at least they know what they're doing. 
so they can jump in the pickup truck, cruise out there with their uh, their acrylic blasting gun and try and soak them up. Back when NASA was just a pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and John Carradine in a shed. <laughs> yeah, John Carradine is in this one. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you knew that when you said that, but John Carradine's in this I one. I just took a guess, you know. Yeah. We have John Agar, Gene Byron, John Carradine, Robert Hutton, and Philip Tung. Tunga. Tunga. Uh, Tunga. Um, Cinematography by Maury Gertzman, edited by Grant Whitlock, Whitlock, and music by Paul Dunlap. Uh, 67 minutes. It's like three minutes too short. (laughs) Give me at least 70. Yeah, you you, you feel like you don't quite know what happened at the end of this one. Um, Yeah, and, and of course they use like exterior shots of the United Nations. You know, they, they do that kind of fun stuff where they just use all this existing B-roll to mm-hmm. be like, here's the jets taking off to how go many, fight the thing. How many times do you see the V2 taking off in 50s? Science oh, my God. Oh, God. All the time. <laughs> all the time, yeah. Yeah, it's like the... And that that scene with the uh, with the alligator and the, I don't know, if it's a monitor or something. They're, oh, they're yeah. bitten each other and they're mm-hmm. spinning around. Mm-hmm. And it comes from, I don't know. Is some uh, jungle King dinosaur from the 30s, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, or something. It's in everything. You can still buy that footage, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is um, this is one of those, you know, 1950s, almost 60s movies that uh, has the, the paranoia and the, the quaintness and the charm and uh, in black and white. So yep. if you're craving that kind of thing, this is one of them, and I I, I rather liked it. Uh, I can't say that um, <laughs> that I would have picked this out, but uh, apparently Paul Dunlap's music was uh, used to score the Angry Red Planet later in the same year. Mm. Uh, the Three Stooges in Orbit in 1962. They were getting on in years by then. Oh. And Destination Inner Space in 1966. Oh. God, I just saw that. <laughs> uh, I like the fish costume. I was going to yeah. just ask you, what do you think of the costume? Because the poster art makes it look like a shitty fish costume that's been illustrated. What's it look like in real life? It's about not bad. That. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not bad. I mean, it's obviously a fakey looking costume, but they did a, an all right job with what I'm guessing is no budget. Hmm. Better than the Creeping Terror? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. high bar real high bar to clear but yeah better than the creeping terror the pile of shag carpet yeah uh let's see that is it for me who wants to go next uh well i if you want to hear mine again they were played last week you want to read through the first part of the list and then read the talk about the ones after that or did you I, I, did you get through I, all of them i got through them all oh, okay because you know i only have like 16 or so well, go ahead and read through them. I, I already did, though. Like the last of them. Well, the one I didn't talk about is tonight's movie. Oh, okay. So Last okay. Voyage of the Demeter. Yeah. All right. Well, Jolian, yeah, you want to... Yeah, me too. I've been listening to the, the old-time radio shows and while, I've, while I've been working. So, so recently, watching Indonesian fantasy movies. Recently Excellent. listened. Um, got uh, 
uh, Invaders from Mars and 4K. Ooh, cool. The original 53 yeah. one. Um, Man, you'll hear that kid's name at the end of that movie. I don't remember what his name is now, but that was like all the dialogue for the last half of that movie. Yeah. is just that woman screaming, Michael, Michael, or whatever his name was. But, Timmy. Yeah, it's such a beautiful film. It's great. I love it, but. Um, Messiah of Evil on Blue. Oh, really? Yeah, it just came in. Nice. Um I think the uh, Wicker Man is out now. Yeah, it's an, a big anniversary. They're, they're doing like concerts and things in Britain. Yeah, but somebody, I think Tubi or somebody has it on that it looks like a cleaned up copy. So. Mm, nice. Uh, yeah, I'd love to get that. That's such a good movie. You seen that one? Um, <laughs> No. You haven't seen The Wicker Man? Yeah, of course I have. How to get burned? <laughs> yeah, the Nicolas Cage burned? classic. No, I've seen I've seen the original uh, English one as well. Um, no, I, I've I've got uh, I've got a um, a definite liking for folk horror, and I always kind of think of that one as being the first folk horror that really kind of hit it out of the park because there's plenty before it. But that's the first one where it's just like that really grabbed people, like scared the shit out of them. You know, it's like, oh, no, we thought hippies were dangerous. <laughs> we got folky people that are dangerous. Yeah. In the UK, it's, it's the uh, part of the unholy trinity, like folk horror, mm-hmm. the British take on folk horror. Yeah. Wicker Man and Blood and Satan's Claw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that one's great, too. What's um, the third one? Oh, what's the, what the third one? The Witchfinder General? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's what I had heard, but I wanted to make sure before. I love that movie, too. Yeah. That would have been a really good revenge movie. Mm, I, have to, I have to watch that one again. I've not seen it in ages. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's hard. Uh, I'm, I'd have to watch it by myself because it's such a downer. It is a downer, but not as of not quite a downer as the real life was <laughs> yeah, he, he did he did get killed eventually yeah yeah totally preventable too uh-huh but yeah, yeah it was really uh, yeah it's like this horrible set of circumstances came together and let him get away with that yeah, yeah. so we had this civil war and then some idiot paid him per witch <sighs> so of course he he'd find witches yeah. Yeah. When you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. And he had that trick with the, the spike to prove that they were witches and just horrible. <sighs> it could have been stopped. Yeah. With logic and reason. But what did they call that in that movie? We watched recently they the bodkin or something. They called that little fake yeah. knife. Yeah, uh bodkin is like a thin knife that was developed for um uh after a, a a battle, uh, like uh, the foot soldiers could swarm a knight and stick these stilettos oh. through his eye holes and kill him. Okay. Oh, how weird! Wouldn't have thought of that. Practical and very nasty. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what else you got? Um, yeah, that was it. Oh, okay. So. We're all pretty caught up. Uh, 
Last Voyage of the Demeter, mm. which was also known as Dracula, Voyage of the Demeter in some of the international markets, in case, you know, anyone didn't understand that this was a vampire slash Dracula movie. Sort of a Nosferatu movie, which was sort of a Dracula movie. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm going to see uh, Nosferatu this week. I've got a... Um, oh, playing yeah. At, playing at the Mayan. When is that? Thursday night. Okay. It's like live um, accompaniment. Yeah. I'll have to see if there's still tickets. Do we know how many piece of uh, the, the... It's not a big orchestra. No, it's more than a quartet, less than a symphony. Yeah, it's like six pieces or something. Oh, okay. That's enough to get the point across. It's an across. acapella group. Yeah. yeah barbershop. <laughs> it's barbershop. Yeah. Got to find rhymes for the Demeter. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so this one, uh, let's see. Uh, this is a brand new movie. It still costs you 20 bucks to rent it if you're going to rent it. Let's pretend we did. Uh, it's an adaptation of The Captain's Log. Uh, it's... Um, a chapter from the 19 or I'm sorry, 1897 novel Dracula by Bram Stoker. It, this movie stars Corey Hawkins, Aisling Frankielsi, Liam Cunningham, and David, I can't pronounce your last name. I'll give it a shot. Das Mal, Malkian, Malchian. Anyway, uh, this is about the, uh, the Demeter, the ship that Dracula is traveling on to get from uh, Transylvania to England. He's going to go hang out in London, Carfax Abbey. He's going to establish himself. He's going to buy some real estate. Yep. He's going to gentrify the place. <laughs> yes, that was what he was going to do. <laughs> so really, this movie is about gentrification. Yes, yes. And here comes the muffler man again. What the hell's his problem? I got to wonder. It's like, don't you have somewhere to be? Yeah, you got somewhere. Do you have paint to huff, or yeah, you got. <laughs> he's got somewhere to go to, but never seems to get there. Small animals to torment yeah. or something. Get out of here. So, um, so of course, in uh, in any uh, any good Dracula movie, they're gonna talk about the voyage that gets Dracula from where he was to where he is or is gonna be. Yeah, and. Uh, not a lot of muffler noises getting him there, which is no, kind of no. nice. Um, this was a, a spec script that um, that somebody had written, um, and it it's been in development for like twenty years. Longer than that, like like they were gonna they were gonna use some of this in in uh, the Francis Ford Coppola film. And it's like no, that didn't end up happening. So. You know, got rewritten and shelved and all that stuff. And then finally it's getting turned into its own movie. I'm glad that this is its own movie. Um, I'll say right out of the gate that uh, I didn't know what to expect. I was hoping it would be something good. And I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was it was what I want from a horror movie. You know, you, you build up the dread. You kind of creep the monster in here and there. And he does hang out with you a bit much. In the last third of the movie, they could have been more scarce with the monster, but that's my worst complaint about the movie. I, I, I liked the characters. I cared about them enough to not want them to get harmed in ways I knew they were going to get harmed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, got a little bit of a Titanic ending, <laughs> followed by Viking funeral. <laughs> but aside from that, uh, 
the whole the whole movie is two hours long. It didn't feel as long as some of these seventy eight minute movies or sixty seven minute movies. I disagree. Really, this it's was it's been a long time before I've started shouting and and at the end of a movie and I watch crap oh. for fun. So so this one was a slog for you. This was a real slog. It felt like it was just the same five, ten minute scene repeated oh. over and over until it finally dragged to a halt and it was done, thankfully. It felt like it was about three hours long. If this were edited down to 90 minutes instead of two hours, do, do you think you'd feel differently? Yeah, I would. Okay. Just because it's 90 minutes. If you narrowed it down to 20 minutes, it'd be even better. <laughs> so you want this to be a short? Uh-huh. If if I have to watch it at all, uh, <laughs> make it as as short as possible. You okay. know, You know how much they cover uh, the Voyage of the Demeter and, I don't know, Bram Stoker's Dracula or the the uh 70s nosferatu they don't because it's boring they just show the ship yeah it's better as a mystery like what happened to them what happened on that ship you know and then reading in the book is is you know uh it's it's creepy you know It, it works in a book but as a movie it just didn't work for me i just no wow I like the setting, you know, I like the, the, the cast was great, but it just really felt like it, I don't know. So I have to ask then, uh, when you watch Nosferatu, which is one of your favorite silent movies, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the whole part aboard the ship, do you want that gone? No, cause it's short. Unless <laughs> iconic images. Yeah. Oh, and, sure. You know, this was just, if you drag that scene out for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's not enough there to support a movie is what I'm saying. Definitely not one at two hours. Well, I felt like they gave us characters to care about and they gave the characters something to do the, the over and over. Apparently that is, uh, you know, everyone's going to die. Yeah. Except for that one guy. So, uh, Yeah. And, and they, they, you know, they, they tinker with that. Um, you know they're going to change it a bit from the very start because they changed the date. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if this is going to be a faithful adaptation, you know what's going to happen exactly. That even, I was thinking, even if you didn't know that this was a Dracula movie, mm. just the title, The Last Voyage. Yes. <laughs> kind of gives it away you're like mm, that's the last voyage it's well, not gonna go well for anyone the ship ain't gonna make it but i bet everyone's gonna get on the lifeboats and they're gonna be fine no no <laughs> so it should have just been you know the demeter hey you could have called it that yeah or you could have called it the captain's log <laughs> the, which maybe really wouldn't have done as much the, the, the trekkies would have went and seen it Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, Jolien, it, it didn't entirely work for you or it didn't work for you at all? Uh, I, I liked it. I liked the uh, period details and the cast. And oh, the ship was gorgeous. Yeah. I got to wonder how much of that is an actual set and how much of that is ones and zeros. Uh, I imagine most of the, the decks were real. Yeah. I mean, there's... 
There's yeah, I I liked all that stuff too. I just the story wasn't enough for me. Well, that's fair. I mean, if if yeah. a story doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah, it needed. I don't know. I personally didn't feel like any of the characters were. I couldn't keep any of them straight if their <laughs> beards weren't different colors. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Did you feel it was like a period remake of Alien? Yes. Instead of a Dracula <laughs> film? Yes, exactly. It was Alien on a boat, which could work. Yeah. But. You know, that's a good point. It's kind need of Alien on a boat. Alien, you, I don't know. You get, a. they did it really well with setting up the characters. And they're sitting around. They try to do it in this movie. We were talking about what they're going to do with their bonus money. Uh, which is basically what they're doing in Aliens. They're talking about, you know, their bonus from all the mining. And, uh, but Alien just nails those characters in, like, that scene. And you know who they are exactly. Mm. This movie, it just felt like a bunch of bearded sailors and... Yeah, it's just a bunch of red shirts and then the lead... Yeah, then the lead guy who... <laughs> he's okay, I guess, but he didn't really bring anything to the movie i didn't think i mean he wasn't atrocious but he just kind of there for a lot of the movie you know if this movie had made no sense and was directed by an italian yeah go <laughs> ahead i love it but uh <laughs> if things inexplicably burst into flames you know yeah um, I thought they showed Dracula a bit much, maybe. Yeah, the last third of the movie, like they were super scarce in the first half, and somewhere between the halfway mark and the two thirds mark, they started just parading him out a lot more. And then the last third of the movie is just like, you don't have to wait very long before you get some more of the Dracula. Yeah, but he, the creature design. I think they could have dialed back the monstrousness of him a bit. Yeah, I didn't buy him as as a noble no. creature. Right. And they it especially bothered me because the lady earlier in the movie says it's not an animal. Don't mistake it for an animal. But then they make it look like an animal and mm. act like an animal. It's well, like, yeah. It's it's like a lizardy bat creature that it doesn't look doesn't even look halfway to human, you know, like you want this thing to, to have enough of a human element to it to where maybe with a slight transformation, it's going to look like a person, yeah. but not the other direction where it only takes a slight transformation and it's fully a flying bat. Yeah. Batman. Batman's. Yes. Um, yeah, that, that's the one part that didn't work for me. Although I really liked how guessing this was CG, I really liked how like the translucent wings looked, mm -hmm. you know, uh, all that stuff really looked cool, Yeah, but it's on a creature that I feel like, well, maybe he shouldn't have literal bat wings and be flying. Yeah. Uh, when he's flying through the fog and you barely see him cut through the fog looked pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. It looked cool, but it just didn't do it for me. The, so the cool wasn't enough to support it. No. <laughs> So what this needed to be was 30 to 40 minutes shorter. Uh-huh. Um, you lop off 30 minutes. Yep. Um, Quit trying to make us care about characters you're going to kill anyway. Well, make us care about them. And then just kill you them. Know, somehow. The people on Alien. 
I barely know him, but, you know, I didn't want to see any of those people killed. This, I didn't care because I didn't, I couldn't tell you who was who or what they, you know, what was driving them, you know. Yeah, I was much more upset about the animals than the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the animal killing was not cool. Like, why do they have to have livestock on board? So, uh, fresh food. Yeah. I guess. So like they didn't a, eat the kid. How long did it take to get from point A to point B in yeah, those so days? Yeah, that's one thing I, I couldn't figure out, because they're, they're, they're at sea for weeks. They yeah. don't put ashore anywhere. Yeah. yeah and they're, then all of a sudden, they're in, off the coast of Dover. Yeah. Um, it seemed a bit of a yeah. jump. And they said it'd like take two days to get from Dover to London? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. It's not that long uh i know they made a deal of of it not being steam powered and you know it was old-fashioned sail powered but still yeah i've tried to look it up to kind of figure out what his route would be yeah they have to go from the black sea through the bosphorus the entire length of the mediterranean yeah up around the uh peninsula then through the English Channel, and then round Kent, and then down the Thames to London. Yeah. So. Although they end up at Whitby. Yeah. So are they headed for Whitby? No, they were headed, headed for, for London. London. They? Yeah, but they yeah. end up at Whitby. Yeah. Um. Which is up quite way up north. Yeah, I don't know how they got all the way up there. I guess they were all dead, and it was still sailing in a straight line. Yeah, they tied a rope on the ship's wheel and, (laughs) you know, as luck would have it, it it didn't hit anything until it did. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so going into this one, I was was ready to just let it do what it was going to do and didn't really start to pick it apart till toward the end when it was like, oh, it's Batman (laughs) and he's doing bat stuff. And that's that's where it kind of it made me wish that it was a little less monstrous or that the transformation was explained some way. I don't know. But he already looked like way worse than Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, you're giving us that. And then you take it degrees further. And that that was my complaint. But um but yeah. I also liked what it did. So, mm. you know, the flying effects were cool. The, you know, the, the sneak attacks were cool. But, you know, cool is not always enough to support a movie. <laughs> yeah. And why did they have a dog on board? It should have been a cat. Oh, man. Yeah. The cat could have survived to the end and gotten in the escape pod. <laughs> I mean, the raft that they escaped on. <laughs> yeah, man, this was alien on a ship. And that guy didn't strip down to his underwear. He should have before he got into the escape pod. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he had like a bunch of vampires. I'm going to go home and watch Alien. (laughs) Maybe somebody could do uh, like an edit where they just edit the two movies together. You can't tell what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Make it a 20 minute short. There you go. Experimental film. Yeah. A shot of the V2 rocket taking yeah. off. Some John Carradine <laughs> footage cut in there. <laughs> last voyage in the Nostromo. Yes, last <laughs> voyage go. in the Nostromo. Yeah. Uh, this uh, didn't do well at the box office. No. Apparently, which 
kind of bums me out that because I, I, I want horror to do well. Of course, yeah. I want it to do well for a variety of reasons, and yeah, the, so we get more of it. The Nun Two did well. <laughs> did, you, did you see it? No, I didn't either. I kind of feel like we should watch the Nun Two and um, go, "Hey, I've not seen the first one, so yeah, let's oh, watch damn, the second really? one." I gotta watch the Nun. It's <laughs> like a spinoff of a shitty movie. Yeah, it's no, it's not appealing. Not having it. No. You should skip. We'll, we'll do a cut to the sequel yeah, episode. Exactly. We'll just skip the nun and watch the nun too. Yeah, that works for me. Yeah. Gonna be I'm the n- getting it from the library. So. Oh, okay. Uh, so this was projected to gross between six and eleven million dollars in uh, twenty-seven hundred theaters. Uh, the film made two point six million on its first day including 750,000 from uh, Thursday night previews. Uh, so it, uh, it, it hits 6.5 million, finishing fifth at the box office, which is the low end of what it was projected to make. It was going to make between 6 and 11. So it's at the low end. So I will say it was better than that BBC Dracula thing that came mm. out a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. I watched it, you know. Yeah. Let's not remember it if we can. You know, <laughs> it's weird because, like, if, if, if something is competently made and it's, it's about horror stuff, you know, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll give it a pass, you know. I'll watch it, yeah, you know, and I and I will give more leeway to something that's independent and low budget. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This just didn't do it for me. Yeah, I would say um at a glance it seems that the uh the you know, the the critics either said, Oh yeah, it was a fun ride, uh or they said, Nah, it's it's not that great. Yeah, I've looked at Rotten Tomatoes and I've noticed that for some reason the Spanish movie critics I agree with. Oh, really? Weirdly, like every movie I hate, they hate too. Mm. Uh, Every movie they like, you know, that one of the, you know, that's not uh, uh, just popular with everybody, but something a little more controversial (laughs) it's like we always side the same i don't know why it's just weird yeah and they don't pull any punches with their they're like this is this is a boring slow boring movie now when when people talk about alien uh a lot of times they'll talk about the claustrophobia not only are you in confined quarters but if you're in space or you're in a submarine you know it's it's it takes on a whole different meaning to be in a smaller space. Um, so do you feel like the, the claustrophobic vibes from alien or does that not really, is that not part of it for you? Will? no, it was claustrophobic. Are are you talking about this movie? No, no, No. the alien, just alien. Yeah. Yeah, It's claustrophobic. It works. Do you feel like this one? Yeah. I thought this one gets that too. Claustrophobic. Like I said, I thought the set design was great. You know, I felt when, when, when it's, on board it's, it worked for me but when they show an exterior shot of the ship and it's obviously a cg yeah ship, like, yeah. yeah anything below deck was was kind of interesting uh, yeah but yeah 
Yeah, that's all. That's always hard for me because you know when I just go, oh, I know this isn't real, just by looking. No, at I, it. I, it is not so much real because I know like the Nostromo isn't real. Real, yeah. But um, knowing it's CG, something CG, there's nothing physically there. It's yes. different. Uh, it's, I guess, because like. Um, you're used to uh, seeing things at the theatre or something where you know you, it's obviously not real, but you get drawn into it anyway because yeah. it's like there's, there's physical interaction going on. Yes. So when when this movie and it cuts to an exterior shot of the Demeter whipping through the, the waves and, and the CG ocean, and it just uh, takes me out of it. Yeah, probably because you've seen the actual ocean and, and yeah. that. You know, you I've never seen a giant mining space cruiser, so the Nostromo right. reads but a little you've more been real. in a factory or something. Yeah, it, there's stuff that that you know it works, but yeah, it's. Uh, I've been on ships from this period, and they're just really claustrophobic. Oh, the ceilings are so low. Yeah, and they're so dark. Dark. And, oh, smelly. Yeah, I've never been sailing on one, but I've been in the lower decks of right. one, and yeah, they are kind of creepy and. You just imagine being on that thing for three weeks, or oh, wow. yeah. They said like uh, um, that they used to eat in the dark, so they wouldn't see what's crawling in the food. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> good. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'd still be trying to feel around with my lips and tongue, and I. <laughs> it was that a maggot? So, how long were you in the Royal Navy? Uh, I was just in the cadets for three oh. years. Oh, okay. So the cadets. Um. So you you had to learn all kinds of skills, didn't you? Yeah, vampire killing skills, ropes and shooting, and we we went out on powerboats and frigates and. Yeah. So you didn't have to learn how to stick up, a vampire up and down mountains. No, we I learned how to turn um, various rations into explosive devices. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> If you take a handful of mushy peas and a stick of dynamite, oh, the best one was the uh, uh, cheese in in cans. Oh, yeah, you could make something lethal out of those. <laughs> Canned and cheese, and you could make it explode. <laughs> right, <laughs> out of either end. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, lo- lots of skills. I hope I never use. <laughs> so, so knowing that CG is not going away. Obviously, it's gonna get well, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. As far as like, there's some fantastic uh, CG water uh, programs they have now. Yeah, I mean, but knowing that it isn't going away, will you be happier when it does actually fool your eye completely? Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I, it, it it's either like go back to practical effects, you know, practical filming, practical effects, or improve this past the point where i can pick it out because when i see cg fire it takes me right out of a movie worse than a phone number with a 555 prefix (laughs) i mean you know fake blood spray and uh, fake fire just don't work and i find that a fake gunfire does not work now it just, it just it bothers me <laughs> when they have like huge magnesium flares coming out of the sides y- of the yeah muzzle. <laughs> okay yeah and the person is holding it and it's like perfectly still mm-hmm. and you can tell one the gun doesn't weigh anything 
Yeah. And now two, it doesn't look like it's shooting at all. So it's it's just disappointing. I noticed on one of those that I watched uh, that yeah, there were just these bullets flying out all the time and big flares, and yet perfectly still they walk around with mm-hmm. it just like it's made out of styrofoam which probably is yeah it's it's probably a, a plastic gun painted green for green screen and that's yeah. it it's a bummer you know i i saw a crazy and i don't think i've told anybody this about three weeks ago i saw this crazy um shell which appeared to be a live round on the ground outside the grocery store um the one near your old house. Yeah. Okay. Um, the thing I'm not kidding was about a six or seven inch long round, you know, about a, about an inch in diameter. Wow. And I could see the primer. It was just sitting in the landscape rocks. And I thought, I don't know what this is. Otherwise I'd pick it up and examine it. Like if, if this is like a mini bomb, you know, that's going to blow my hand off. So what a weird thing. I almost felt like I should, you know, tell someone about it, but, I was carrying the 50 caliber down there to the store <laughs> to get some more propane, and I must have left some shells. You heard some plinks, and yeah, it's like your arms are full. Of course you're not going to go yeah. back. No. Yeah. I got to get in to get canned cheese to make bombs <laughs> and to get home. Uh, so, yeah, it's weird, the stuff you run across. But, um, like... When I'm watching a horror movie or an action movie or like a movie that just takes you back to like historical type battles, um, the props, you know, the the props got to be real looking. And if you're going to do blood spray, just squirt some fake blood out of some hoses. You know, if you're going to set something on fire, actually set it on fire. You know, if, if CG fire doesn't look any more real than it currently, or I should say recently does. Uh, those are my complaints, but, um, weirdly, uh, I had no trouble believing the vampire, but the side of the boat didn't work. <laughs> the figurehead was cool looking. Yeah. I like that. I think the vampire was played by that Javier, what's it, what's his name? Very uh, thin guy. He yeah, plays he's... the old women in all the James Wan movies. Oh, wow. <laughs> About how scary old women are. Oh, man. They're terrifying. Uh, let's see. Um, Javier Botet? Botet? Botet, yeah. Yeah. Spanish actor. Let's see. Uh, the Wreck tran- um, franchise. Mama. Um, the Mummy 2017. <laughs> and the Slender Man in the 2018 uh, Slender Man movie. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. He was the mummy. He was the mummy. In, in Fuck Mummy 2017. He and another guy were the puppeteers behind Tom Cruise. <laughs> right? <laughs> Working his legs. Yeah. Uh, so, um, any other likes or dislikes about the movie you want to talk about? Um, not really. It's not much to talk about. No, I mean it's a it's a vampire picking people off on a boat till there's no one left. Yeah. Uh, okay. Before we start to wrap it up, I want to ask, what did you think of their scheme to take him down? They know if they sink the boat, he doesn't have his dirt. Uh, if there's nobody left to eat, 
he's got no food. I really doubt either of those are going to stop him permanently. I mean, he can fly, so. Yeah. Wouldn't he fly off the boat? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he could fly to land, though. They're out there pretty far. Well, maybe. Well, they're supposed to be out there pretty far, but they're just off the coast of the UK, so. Yeah. So he could just, he could probably fly. And they could see the land, so. Now, did did you notice any instant healing powers that he had? Like, because if you blew a couple bullet holes through his wings, I mean, a bat can't fly if you put holes in their wings. No, I don't know. I don't. I assume if he eats, he Regen- regenerates. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I don't know why he was a bat though. He should have just been a really old guy. Yeah. Because he just turns older. I think when he. At least in the novel, it sounded like. Yeah. Yeah, he had a long mustache. And... Uh-huh. He was an old man, and then he drank some blood, and he got younger. Blood wears yeah. off, gets old again. Yeah. Just like us all. <laughs> <laughs> so you, what you're saying is Dracula's a regular guy. He's just a regular guy, you know? He's not Batman. No, he's definitely not Batman. Although he is rich, I suppose he could be Batman. Hmm. Back then, what could you really do with money? I mean, get a steam buy car. Buy a lot of stuff. Steam-powered Batmobile. Buy a giant manor. Yeah. Hang, hang out with a young guy all the time. Yeah, if you want. If that's your thing. That's your thing. Go right ahead. All right. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of trying to picture, like, in as technology develops... Batman as a character makes more sense. You know, like, oh, he could have a really fast car with all kinds of cool gadgets built into it. Same thing with helicopters or boats, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in... Uh, bat boat. Yeah. But in uh, Victorian times, I mean... No. There was no Batman in it, Victorian times. You'd have, like, a really bitchin' carriage. Yeah. I think you'd probably just ride a horse. No <laughs> carriage. Yeah. Ride a horse like everybody else. Uh-huh. You just got like an extra fast. You could ride one of those pin- penny farthings, <laughs> you know, with the big wheel. <laughs> and he's got the little wheel so his cape doesn't get caught in the back wheel. Okay. That's why that that's designed that way. <laughs> well, people were wearing a lot of capes back then. Capes were more popular. You think the cape's going to make a comeback? I wish. More than the top hat. Yeah. I don't think the top hat's ever going to go, ever going to come back. No. It's just... what, what, I watched some some movie on here, I don't remember, but uh, the <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything, but the top hat reminded me. Uh, it's some movie, and the, the bombs were like movie bombs. Even though it was set in the 70s sometime, they were like the hobo with the hat that's flapped open. (laughs) And it was just, it was like, wow, this was filmed in London, or at least that's where it's supposed to be taking place. But they got these three actors, they they looked like they were out of a Three Stooges short or something. It looked like they were just stereotypical comedy bombs that are going to were in this horror movie they're going to steal a pie from a windowsill exactly you're like (laughs) who who came up with these characters and you know why are they in this otherwise kind of gritty horror movie 
<laughs> so weird. Comic relief, I guess. So, um, yeah, if, uh, if, if this is, if this character, um, looks more human and is just heading to London, you know, the, what he's really going to do is just go drink people's blood. Uh, in this case, he's not going to blend in. Like if our main character was hallucinating at the end of the movie, we don't know. Like we have to kind of assume maybe he hallucinated, uh, seeing Dracula in that pub. Cause he sees him, mm, sees yeah. him in profile with the pointy teeth. Yeah. It's like, if you, if he looked like a normal dude, if he can make the transformation all the way to a normal looking dude, then we've got a whole different sequel. <laughs> you think there's going to be a sequel to this? Oh, not with that kind mm-hmm. of box office. They, yeah. they've spent 45 million and made 21.7. Ouch. That tells you there's not going to be a sequel. No. I don't know what streaming's bringing in, but it probably reflects a similar, you know, lukewarmness. Yeah. As far as the reception. I liked it. I really had fun with it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't have anything to do with it. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Okay, I can't, can't see myself watching it again for a long time. Yeah, I would probably watch it again, like, in a year. I'm not in a hurry to watch it, but it was cool. A lot of a lot of fun visuals. If it's ever on, I probably wouldn't watch it. If, you, if you're in a body ca- <laughs> if you're in a body cast. <laughs> yeah, and it's on the TV, I'm probably going to try to take a nap. <clears throat> <laughs> when it gets to the middle third of the movie, you're going to probably nod off. And but probably I'm, the beginning. Just, you know, just first, start nodding off. The first half of the movie. Yeah. The, I watched the first 10 minutes of the movie and the last five, but I sleep through the middle. I wonder if you cut those two together, would it be coherent enough? What, the first 10 minutes and the last five? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> you just have a weird jump cut. They're getting on the boat and there's a weird <laughs> jump cut there in the water. No, no, the guy's in a pub. Yeah, is this pub on the ship? I don't get it. <laughs> Wait a minute, there's a street? <laughs> Why is there fog in a street in the ship? You, you watched the Fulci version, didn't you? I did. I <laughs> Shut up. Someone spilled coffee on the last part of this movie. <laughs> so they had to go back and have it all not make sense. Uh, Jolian recommends. Uh, not really. No? Will. No. Not at all. I mean, if you got nothing better to do. Okay. I recommend Got some it. ironing to do. And <laughs> yeah, good ironing movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I recommend it. I think it's it's fun. If it's... you're one of those people that likes to sit on your phone while watching a movie, I recommend this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. You know, I didn't I didn't play with my phone at all while oh, watching this. I, I make sure I don't have my phone with me when I'm watching things, but... I would have if I had it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what kind of puzzles could I solve? What kind of... Yeah. What can I look up? Right. Well, I'd say, um, you know, one out of three ain't bad, but it is. (laughs) I think think that reflects the box office. Yeah. Two out of three people didn't go (laughs) at all. (laughs) And that's why the movie didn't do well. Yeah. And Uh, then half the people that did go didn't like it. Ah, it's so weird. Um, I think you'd know what you're getting into. 
I mean, it's not the worst I've seen, but yeah, I like the director's other movies much better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, you've got uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe. Mm-hmm. You know, atmospheric, somewhat claustrophobic, yeah, excellent, um, spooky. You know, um, and uh, I did not see the scary stories to tell in the dark. I did not see that yet. Um, uh, Troll Hunter. Love that. Yeah, an amazing that's fantastic. movie. Yeah, which we covered. Actually, we covered two out of those three movies I just mentioned, and they were great. Mm-hmm. So mm, I don't think that colored that for me. No, no. Going into I, it, I think he. No, I mean, what do you mean? I d- I don't think it. I don't think it made me forgive everything about the movie that oh. that wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, I, I was really hopeful for this when it was announced. And then when the trailers were coming out, I thought, Yeah. This looks mediocre. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but yeah, the trailers yeah. felt very... You've got to do something with that story to make it compelling, and it just didn't happen for me. No. Well, I think that's all quite fair. Um, we got another vampire movie. Uh, maybe a werewolf aboard a ship is what we really needed. <laughs> How about a werewolf on a train? Oh, or a werewolf on a helicopter? Wait. Or a, or a ancient alien troglodyte on a train that turns people go. into zombies Hey, yeah. while they get attacked by a bunch of Cossacks. Hey, that sounds like a great idea. That sounds like a great movie. <laughs> what a, film there's, legends there's can we classic. get in there? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. A troglodyte. <laughs> yeah. Just like the pit. That's right. All right. Well, uh, anything else before we call it a show? No. I'm not sure when when these are going to drop as far as like... Well, the next pro- one will be Halloween. Yeah. Sometime in November, I hope. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wait wait till people are past Halloween and they don't so want to... Halloween specials next. Yeah. So we will do that. Um, quiz. Yeah, let's do a yeah, Let's do the quiz. We always do a quiz. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll see if we can... Win some prizes for somebody else by not being able to answer Jolien's questions. Right. Shall Hope we... you like the movies, I'll, Ziggy. I'll d- right. Donate anything you don't win to the nearest children's hospital. There you go. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Kids need to watch more horror movies. They do. I loved horror movies as a child. So did I. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Shall, we, shall we call it a show? Let's call it a show. Hey, it's a show. Listeners, thank you for listening. Stay off the Demeter. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>